Hey yo, what up? It's your boy E-Money from SI And you now rocking with my fam, DJ Kid Luke So I'm looking through my memories Falling in a jealousy How can I miss you? Really kiss my enemy Breaking apart, but I gotta hold my legacy And I don't wanna die young and nice on my The real arrogant boy is Episode three, we here, man. We made it. Episode three. It sounds like a lot to me. I know. I'm excited. I'm excited. We here. Took a lot to get here. Just want to let y'all know it took a lot to get here. What's up, man? It's that man DJ Kid Lou. I want to welcome everybody to the third episode of Creative Kings Radio. This third episode will be a continuation of the first episode we ever came out with. Um, that episode was called Healing Part One. This right here will be called Healing Part 2. Um, I do just want to let y'all know we will be talking about topics on here. Um, some of those topics may be two parts, you know, but um, I just want to let y'all know that um, we will be specifically talking about certain topics. And from there, they might spiral into other, you know, conversations and things in that nature. Happy New Year again, everybody out there. Once again, Happy New Year to everybody out there, man. Thank y'all for showing the love that y'all been showing to the podcast to the um excuse me the podcast station um all the people sharing the information sharing the podcast the links everything like that all the encouragement creative criticism thank you for all of that man we love it we love it we love it over here at creative kings radio and um right now we just gonna get straight into it man um where i left off last time we talk about healing was being accountable and the reason that I wanted healing to be the first couple episodes that we um we premiered to you guys is because that's something that I'm currently going through. Um, I would say about um I think I'm probably seven months removed now. Um, I had an attempt of suicide, and well, I attempted suicide. I don't know the proper way of saying that. So if somebody has out there, I apologize. But yeah, um, basically. I was in a bad space, man. Um, uh, not even just coming out of a situation, but a situation was crumbling between me and a female. And it was other things in my life that wasn't going the way I felt like they should be going, whether it's a regular job situation like my nine to five or whether it was my DJing. Um, I wasn't in a very positive space. Um, I could look like it. You know, I was trying my best to put positivity into the air. Um, but deep down inside, man, it's like I, I just knew something was wrong. It's like when you're around somebody or when you're around people and 
you can feel the tension, then you you got to understand it's you got to move. You got to make a move, man. You either got to bring up what the tension is or you have to physically remove yourself. And when I kept feeling like that around the female that I just felt like I wanted to spend my life with, um, and, you know, I loved loved her, like, a lot, a lot, a lot. Yeah, a lot. If you know me, you know my situation, yeah, I love that girl a lot, a lot, a lot. And that's how you can tell I'm healing now is because I'm... I'm okay to laugh about it and be honest because at one point it was like, oh man, I love that motherfucker they played. Nah, I didn't. I didn't get played. I played myself. I didn't get played. Um, in in situations, I felt like they could have been handled different, but um, I I I fumbled the bag that I wanted. <laughs> Basically, I'm just gonna put it just like that. And because I didn't know how to properly heal, um. I didn't know how not to be upset about the situation. I just came out of a situation and I got with this person or I was around this person to where we just felt like at one point we were together to a certain extent. It was never official or anything like that, but we were just rocking with each other that much, um, going out of the country and everything like that. And I didn't I didn't know what it was to heal in between that time because Courtney had just left. She graduated college, went back to Cleveland, and I'm out here like, man, what is going on? Why did she leave me? When I understood that she didn't leave me, she did what she needed to do for herself. You know, after graduating school, you don't want to stay in an area you don't feel like you'll flourish in. So that's why she left. And um, I didn't know how to heal from that situation. And even before Courtney, Kirsty, I didn't know how to heal from the Kirsty situation. And the reason I didn't know how to heal from that was because I hurt her trying to be good to somebody else. And I ended up still fucking that person over too. So those are two situations back to back that I didn't heal from. I didn't know how to heal from. Um, and then I get right into another situation. Maybe not like right into it, but you know, like I get feelings involved with somebody else, not even properly um, detaching myself or understanding what my feelings for the other two females were. So that was one of the the main things I see males make mistakes with nowadays is doing that. Or what we used to do is we would go from one and go straight to the other. Um, it's kind of like, you know, the Beyonce thing. I can have another you in a minute. Like, even though, you know, she made the song, um, us as men, we portrayed that action first. To make to you know make her make that song, you feel me? So when certain females do that now, um, it it, it kind of hurts me um, when it's close to me, like a friend or something like that. But just to see that action is natural for people is to just drop somebody in and move on to the next. It's um, it's very interesting, and maybe not even drop somebody and move on to the next, but just not a situation not working out, and you move on to the next fast. Um, that's something that's very interesting to me also. Um, but getting back to my main point is out of those two females, I mean, after those two females in my situation, I didn't, I didn't know what healing was. So I was bringing all type of things that I was doing in past relationships, but talking the good talk, like, yeah, I'm changed. You know, I used to do this. I used to do that. I mean, I used to text multiple people at one time. I, I had sex with multiple people at one time, but those aren't things that, are like, those are things that should be changed majorly for sure, but those aren't major changes that help you become a better, better, like a way better person, you feel me? I was still lying about little stuff. I, I still wasn't able to communicate. 
or I wasn't able to accept when somebody was trying to communicate with me. Um, I felt attacked most of the time when it was conversations. I didn't think of conversations as um, two-way streets. I always felt like, okay, I said what I said. Now you have to agree with it. So those are things that I was dealing with in two past situations with Kirsty and Courtney. And me bringing that into the last situation I was in, um, I wasn't man enough. And I wasn't being a man to say that I didn't know how to do certain things. I wasn't being man enough to say that these things um, I either still think about or I still do or still react a certain way because I did not heal from these prior two situations. Um, I wasn't man enough. That's just how what it was, period. In the situation I was in about three years ago, I just wasn't man enough. And I didn't know how to take that when this female said that because I looked at it as, and I feel like 85% of males look at it this way, is I'm either not providing physically or I'm not providing financially, or you're not being satisfied sexually, you know, those are the first thing that come to our head. And me, me, myself, I didn't care. I was so wrapped up into me, 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 it's about me, that I really didn't listen to her. And I won't even lie to you. And it hurt the most when I didn't have a chance to listen to her, (laughs) when she wasn't around anymore. When she wasn't answering those phone calls, when she wasn't reaching out, those are the moments when I really realized that, yeah, dude, dude, you got some fixing to do. And um, after me understanding this in the situation I was in or after the situation kind of fizzled out, um, my mental health took a toll because I didn't know how to handle that. I did not heal from relationship situations and regular family and friend situations. Like I did not heal from me not knowing why my dad wasn't around. I didn't heal from me not knowing why I don't know this certain cousin, but all my other cousins are hanging out with this person. Like I didn't, I didn't properly heal from none of that. I didn't properly heal from one of my best friends in the world to me, um, up and moving to go live with his dad when we were like what 14 15 type you feel me um it's just a lot of things that I did not pinpoint and understand that I needed to heal from before I wanted to fully be serious with anyone outside of myself just because I did not have myself together that was a disservice to anyone that I was trying to bring in my life on a real level I didn't understand that I was bringing past traumas, whether it was relationships, friendships, family members, um, bringing it into new things and then not even understanding why I wasn't getting the results I felt like I should be getting. So once this situation started to crumble and my mental health started to decrease, um, I was very, very, very alone. I felt very alone. Physically, I wasn't alone. Um, right now, I just want to shout out Kiva, shout out Mike, shout out Fat, um, shout out Lissette. Um, Y'all were there for me at a very, very, very tough time in my life. And I just want to say I love y'all from the bottom of my heart. And um, y'all saved my life. Y'all helped save my life. Um, Fats is the, I'm the closest with Fats now. Me and her are just like best friends. That's my my ride or die dog. Like, I just want to let you know right now, Fats, you helped save my life. You really helped save my life. And while I was in this moment of um, mental health decreasing or whatever you want to call it, 
um, I started to really look at myself and understand that a lot of the things that were happening to me was because of things I was running away from or I didn't want to deal with or I didn't know how to deal with or and both or or and <laughs> um, I didn't know I should deal with them. Now, me not having a father, me not having a mother that was like, oh, your father ain't this, your father ain't that. She never talked about him in a negative way, never talked about him in a good way. So it was always questions, always questions there. But um, I never thought to ask her. I never thought to ask her. And I never thought me asking her would make anything bad in between, excuse me, me and her relationship either. I just didn't have the mind at the time to really ask her. Or I didn't really have the mind to care, honestly. But once I kind of tried to, once I kind of started to see um, traits of, I guess, what what stories I've heard about him. When I saw those traits in me, and I was doing those to people, to females, I had to really cut back and look at myself and say, "No, nah, something got to change." I got to understand why I react the same way I react, even though we're all our, you know, we're all our people. We're individuals, but we come from two people. So you got to understand your backstory. You got to understand your history. And once I had a couple of conversations with my father, I was able to understand that at the time that he was a father, a dad, sperm donor, whatever you want to call him, um, I fully feel like he wasn't ready to say that he wasn't ready for this. And once I understood that he didn't know how to say that or he didn't want to say that, I started to flip everything and want to either explain what I'm saying or explain what I'm doing or just be overly communicative with people, you know, Um, because I did not want to be that person. I did not want to be the person that shied away from how they felt just because they didn't want to feel less of something or they wanted they didn't want to look lesser to other people. Like I never wanted to do that. I never cared about what people thought. Um, so in this situation, I had to really man up and go back to my, my, my roots, strip down everything. Um, now in this point in time, um, me and this female, you know, we weren't really speaking like that, but it was one day where it was a bad episode. I won't say episode, but I'll say it was a bad day, bad morning for me. And I was just feeling some type of way, man. And, um, I actually pulled up to her house. I didn't tell her I was coming over, no nothing like that. And she looked at me when I was standing in the door and said, Why are you here? Like I don't don't ever pull up here. And mind you, this somebody that this somebody that I rocking for, I'm talking about in love. Ten toes down, in love type thing. Um that wasn't one of the first things that was said to me either that made me kinda look at the situation, um, kinda for what it was, which was like a it wasn't a filler situation for her, but she never looked at me as somebody that she wanted to be with. She never looked at me as somebody that would be able to protect her or anything like that. Um, yeah, like, it was, it's just, it's funny to see that when you are at a certain point, you deal with certain things. It's not even accept certain things because you may be so in the situation or so happy to have a situation, you don't even think that um, you're settling or anything like that. You feel like this is what you deserve. This is what you've been waiting for. And that's exactly what I was in. That's exactly what I put myself in. I didn't know how to heal 
from Kirsty and Courtney to see that I needed to be by myself for a while. Um, and because we're so used to going from one to going to the other, we don't understand that until we either are by ourselves or until it's too late. And I just want to thank God. I've been thanking God and also want to thank my friends, too, for helping me realize that. And it's not even the whole your friends come around, man, F that girl. You don't need her, all this other stuff. You know, it's, you know, conversations like that can happen. But in my situation, it wasn't that type of way. It was Darius. What What are you going to do to fix your situation? Um, they never bad mouth a female or anything like that. And that's why I appreciate my friends the way I do. Um, like I said, once again, shout out Kiba, Mike, Fats, Lissette. I love y'all, man. And they always encourage me to get back to who Darius was. They encourage me to get back to the Darius that they met, which was happy, not overthinking everything. Um, when I got in the situation I got into, because of the way the female was saying my ages and I should be knowing certain things, I, I started to really doubt myself. That's why I had those suicidal thoughts. Like, if I'm not here, then I don't need to live up to anything. If I'm not here, I don't have to be disappointed. And what I didn't understand is I would be cheating the people that was there helping me get better if I was to take my life. Like, seriously, I had a loaded gun on my on my table, sitting right where I was at, ready to go. I sent a couple videos to a couple close friends and everything. Like, it was serious. And... This all came because I didn't know how to heal from what I was going through before. I didn't know how to say I was going through something before, so I never had a chance to heal. I'm thinking it's normal. We just roll with the punches. We just keep going. I'm here now to let men out there know, no matter what age it is, bro, we need to talk. Whether even even if we talk to our our homies, man, our, our brothers. I just want to shout out my, I got a very close brother group out there, man. TJ, Pat, Emmett, Dre was popping, man. I love y'all from the bottom of my heart, man. Y'all also helped me get out of a dark space. And I'm just here to say now it's okay to express that, that you may not be okay. It's okay not to be okay. And I'm here for the males that have that thought that want to express that, it, man, express it, bro. Ain't nothing wrong with being yourself. Ain't nothing wrong with letting the brother next to you know that you love him. I don't have no brothers. I don't have no sisters. I'm an only child. So, yes, I'm going to say I love you if I truly feel that because I don't have nobody. And you show me something that I feel like is love. So I want to express my love. I love you, my mans. My guy, I love you. Period. And uh, a lot of people don't understand that. And I had to say that a lot more. Even though my mom said it a lot, my grandma said it a lot when I was growing up, you know, my people around me, aunties and uncles, um, I had to really start saying that to myself more when I was older. Like, I love you, Darius. Because me trying to be Kid Lou and DJ Kid Lou, I'm doing certain things that's not even really Darius. I'm doing things because they Kid Lou. And I'm blurring the lines. And that's also something else I wasn't or I didn't pay attention to that I needed to heal from was because it was certain actions that I was doing as Kid Lou that was coming into my regular life of Darius. And I didn't know how to heal from me not being accepted when I was younger, in middle school, high school. Um, I was always yearning for friends. So because some relationships were broken, friendships were broken, and I didn't know why, I didn't get a chance to heal from them because we never talked about it. So I would always carry the same baggage into everything. And I'm here to say now, it's okay for us to talk and say we're not okay. 
it's time that we start doing that because our sons, our grandsons, our nephews, um, our little cousins, you know, they they looking up to us for different reasons now, man. And it's time we, we start putting our foot down and start standing on what we believe in, standing on the morals that our grandfathers had that are in us naturally. You feel me? Like, it's time for us to get back to that. And the first step of that is to heal. And the first step of healing is communicating, being accountable, letting people know that you wrong, that you wronged them, and you apologize for wronging them, and you did not mean to wrong them. You weren't in the right space to even know you were doing wrong. You were so used to just going and going, you thought it was the right thing to do. That is no excuse at all. I am just saying that's what we need to do to start healing. We need to start having these conversations. We need to start letting people know that we love what they've done to us or what we feel like they've done to us that have made us, may have made us feel some type of way. Because sometimes we can probably take something in a whole different light, not the way that they were trying to present it. They could have been going through something, and because they didn't know how to express it, they projected whatever was going on into us, and now we're thinking this is how they really feel. But because they don't know how to really navigate through the communication of saying something is wrong, then we feel like, oh, it's us. What did, well, We did something for this to happen. And um, understanding now that healing is accountability, we, we need to be accountable and also understand that people go through things too. And um, I really, like I keep saying thank you, man, but I really just want to thank my friends. Um, outside of God, and God is the first most, like the, you know, the foremost, first most, you know, the first that I thank and it's there, the head of my life, you feel me? Outside of that, it's the extension of who's he's, who he's put here to be in my life to take some of the roles of what I thought maybe a father would be or a brother or an older cousin or a younger brother. You know, the what I've noticed is God does little things to amount to the bigger picture. And one of the things he had to do was break me down. He broke me down to build me back up into the man that I'm becoming now and then and into the man that I want to be, that I've always told him I wanted to be. So that first step of that is healing. And I had to understand that. Um, it sucks that all of this came to a head because of a female. But at the same time, I put so much praise and I put females on such a pedestal at one point to where I understand why this happened. Because if it didn't happen this way, I would have never got it. So um, that's one thing, too, I had to understand within my healing process was to slow down. Slow down and really understand what's going on around me. Because it's not going to happen again. Like I said, I miss, I feel like I missed out on what I wanted. Maybe not the person that was for me, but what I wanted. I missed out on that because I didn't know how to properly communicate what I was going through now or what I was going through then. And because of that, I felt like I lost somebody. Um, and also at the same time, I feel like they lost me too. Because there's certain situations that this person could have handled differently or or handled in a, in another type of way, you feel me? That maybe this friendship or situation, whatever we had going on, could have continued. But because of things that that person also probably has to heal from or deal with, we, we aren't able to have a friendship at this point. Because one side is more than the other side. But you also got to just know that things happen for a reason. People always come into your life for a reason, man. A reason and a season, you feel me? It's a lesson and a blessing. You got to understand. You got to be able to really be aware with what's going on nowadays. 
and men, we got to talk 18 to 30, 30 to 50. We got to talk. We got to communicate. Even even if it's letting our brother know, like, hey, man, that joke you said, like, it was funny, but, you know, it did have some truth in it. That shit kind of hurt for real. You feel me? So, like, even in that, man, we just, we just got to communicate. We got to talk. Keep loving our brothers. Keep loving our sisters. Keep uplifting ourselves. Keep uplifting the people around us. We got to do something different for these kids that's looking up to us. We the, we the change. We going to be the change. We going to be the ones that's going to change the world. Like I say every episode, peace, love. Keep spreading that positivity. I want to thank everybody for tapping in with me, man. It's that man, DJ Kid Lou. This is Creative Kings episode three, man. We made it to three. We made it to three. Um, healing part two. Once again, I want to thank everybody for tapping in. Share the link whenever you see it. Like the post. Love the post. Whatever it is, send your mm, send your constructive criticism, thoughts, anything like that. Love, prayers. We just want to say thank you for all that, man. Y'all have a good rest of the new year. Keep leveling it up. Keep spreading that love and keep spreading that positivity. Yo, I'm out. Come get your bounce on. Get your bounce on. Get your bounce on. Don't be cute with it. You gotta get. Come on. Fifth ward. Fourth ward. DJ Kid Lou. Yo, this your man Quan B, and you are now rocking with the freshest, the flyest DJ around. That's DJ Kid Lou. Let's go.